What's going on, everybody? This is Jordan Appleton with the Apple Blast Podcast, and today we have a special guest with us, my roommate, my good friend, Alex Stockton. We call him Stockton, and uh, he's here to drop some knowledge for us today. So, guys, our conversation is about to be on body comp and adjusting your expectations. But before we jump into that, say what's up, Stockton. What's up? Yeah, so... It's a quick background. I met my boy Stockton. What was it like? Two thousand fourteen. Fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Sheesh. That's been a minute now. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah, we used to work at uh, Bally's Total Fitness together, and um, it was crazy because when you first came in, we always talk about it, dude. Like mm-hmm. it's when you first came in, you didn't really have like we. Did, I didn't know who you were. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, so I was super low key. Yeah, kind of just to myself. You because you came in with Jamal and yeah. our, our boy Jamal. How I always am when I don't know people. Yeah, you know it takes me a while to open up. So. Exactly, but it was crazy because yeah, he he's from the army, and then Jamal comes in and he's from the Marines, and it's like okay, we're just getting all these military people just coming in in the same wave. But um, yeah, he was really low key. Didn't really talk too much. I didn't really know what his personality was. Um, I thought he didn't like me. Honestly, I think you told me that you didn't like me. Yeah, you're too positive. I was too- <laughs> yeah, you're too upbeat. It wasn't uh, that wasn't my style at the time. <laughs> I, I thought you're hella annoying. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and now I'm one of those people. So it's right, great. right, it kind of goes full circle. But I mean, it's crazy how that works out. But um, yeah. So, um, a quick little background on Stockton, guys. Um, he's really into science. Uh, I mean, tell tell him about yourself. I'm not going to go into that. Like just. The quick I mean, background of who you are. I mean, yeah, just like you're saying, as far as like my journey into fitness, uh, I come from kind of like a nerd background. I was always into computer science. I didn't get into fitness until my 20s. Uh, so I never played sports, nothing. Like literally completely inactive, completely out of shape, couldn't run a mile without like throwing up basically. <laughs> uh, when I first joined the army, failed the first two out of three, barely made it my last shot. Uh, so kind of tells you where my fitness was. And, um, so like he's saying, I come from that, uh, I kind of brought that nerdiness into my love for fitness and, uh, around 2015, I started to become like a science-based coach. And so for the last five years, it's just been kind of learning, you know, how to read the science, how to interpret the science. And so that's kind of been my journey and, you know, it's just gotten to the point where, you know, where I am now and where I am five years ago, just completely different. Right. And uh, still learning, obviously, but... Guys, yeah. the, the, the crazy thing about Stockton <clears throat> is that he reads more than you have probably read in your whole life. And that's just a fact. Like, he loves reading that much. And so with that, what he reads is just these science articles that usually most people would not read because it's just so, so many words. I'm okay? the guy that reads textbooks for fun. Exactly. That pretty much puts so there it in you go. Yeah, put it, put it in perspective. <laughs> yeah. That's so, essentially it. So, um, yeah, but let's jump into today's topic, though. So, body composition and just really adjusting your expectations. And what I, what I was talking to him about earlier is that, let's say, especially for anybody in, in fitness, okay, um, you see somebody that is growing a chest at a ridiculous rate, or you just look at a finished product, like The Rock or something like that, right? And just having the the correct mindset to realize that if you're just coming into fitness that some people may have different body compositions than you some people may gain muscle in some areas quicker than you do um but not to let that discourage you but i mean so stock like what, what would be your, your your thoughts on that man 
Yeah, I just think that you have to take into account, well, two, two main things. One, you have genetics, right? And as much as it would be cool that we all had like, you know, the same shot, you know, life isn't quite fair. Mm. And we all have genetic advantages and disadvantages. Some of us are predisposed to maybe being overweight. It doesn't guarantee we have to be that way. Right, but right. it means for some of us, it's easier to be that way or it's easier to gain muscle or even just a body part. Like my arms grow with no effort at all. And my <laughs> yeah. chest, like I put in three times amount of work and get like one fifth of the growth, you know? Right, right. And it's just, it's not a reason to not do something, but it's a reason to recognize that about yourself and not compare yourself to someone who has a different genetic predisposition because that's going to obviously lead to unhappiness and disappointment. Right. We got to recognize we have to, um, there's actually this book uh, written by this guy at Google. And even though I haven't gotten to read it, I know the general premise of the book is that happiness is the difference between what you expect and what happens. Right, right. Right. So in that way, by adjusting your expectation to be close to what's realistically going to happen, you're not going to be disappointed you're going to be able to maintain that discipline. You'll be able to push through. Right, right. And so I think that's what it, the, the big thing is. And even not just genetics. Like you can even consider maybe you grew up in an environment where you learned behaviors that lead you to be overweight. Right, right. And that's even a whole other thing, you know. And it takes a long time to recognize those things about yourself. But once you know them, you can recognize, hey, I'm not going to lose three pounds a week. Yeah. Sure, that person can, but that's not what's going to work for me. And I'm going to get there just like they do, but in my way. Right, right. And that's you know and, and that's mean? and that's the crazy thing is like people come into the gym and that's why a lot of people like people fall off in the new year's resolutions because their expectations are so off. Like yes. they, they they feel that I mean, there's so many things we could talk about in this subject. It's like, mm-hmm. it's because they, they lost weight or they looked a certain way in high school mm-hmm. and they're in their 40s now. Yeah. And, and it's just having the expectations and realizing that, hey, your metabolism, your metabolism does slow down over time. And just realizing that, yeah. you know, you're not going to lose weight the same way that you did when you were 14. Yeah. Or to just consider the fact like, hey, maybe when you were in high school, you were active and now you sit at a desk 10 hours a day. Dude, yeah. And so that's changing the game. Yeah. If you're sitting at a desk 10 hours a day, you shouldn't be attempting to lose, you know, 20 pounds in a month. That's for someone who's highly active. Yeah. That's not for you to do kind of like and, we were talking about you look at somebody who works as a ups guy versus mm-hmm. somebody who sits in a desk who's moving more it's all about moving you know yeah. like calories in versus calories out and yeah if you're sitting at a desk all day or mm-hmm. add, add something on top of that if you're somebody who sits in traffic all day then works at a desk and then sits in traffic on the way back home mm-hmm. you have what four hours, five hours in some cases that go by of you just sitting down. Mm-hmm. And then you go home and some people watch Netflix with their family or whatever it is and you're sitting down the majority of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and compared to in high school, like you said, when you're moving around. Yeah, so of course more. it's going to be different for you than it is now. So your right. approach and your expectations have to be set not to where you used to be but where you are at this point, you know? Because can we change our job? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Not easily. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got a solid eight hours where you ain't doing shit and that's it. Yeah. So you just got to work. Or you, gotta, you can't fight your lifestyle. Unless you do want to dramatically change your lifestyle, that's a hard thing to do. Better to work with what you have than to attempt that most of the time. Exactly. And like uh, one cool thing to notice is you know you hear a lot of talk 
about metabolism. Mm. And uh, when we look at people that are the same height, the same uh, age, the same weight, all that, uh, there's a really clear trend. And that's that nearly all of differences in metabolism are explained uh, by lifestyle, mm. not genetics. So that means if you take someone who had the same job, same age, same height, all that, their metabolism on average is going to be really close actually, not, not major differences. Uh, so it is your lifestyle predominantly that determines whether you have a fast or slow metabolism. Right. Uh, so if you were to all of a sudden dramatically alter your life to where you're active 10 hours a day, then the amount of calories you burn a day go up like crazy. They go way up. You'll start losing weight with no change in diet, at least for a little while, just yeah. off that. And people think it's, people look at exercise. Exercise is so small. It's cool, but it's not about exercise activity. It's about lifestyle. What are you doing most of the day? Yep, yep. Because you, you're going to exercise for one out of your 24 hours? Yeah. Okay, versus the other 17 waking hours. Yeah. That's where the impact is made, not in the gym. Yeah. Unless you really are having six-hour gym sessions, but for most of us, that's not happening. Yeah. So. And that's and then some of my clients. That's why I always tell them, like, I mean, even Ron. So, by the way, we're, we're both personal trainers. For those who don't know that, um, yeah, my client Ron, dude. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. he he gets so excited because he knows he's hitting ten thousand steps before he comes to see me. Yeah, you know. And once so he started big. really focusing on ten thousand steps with his little Fitbit, mm-hmm. he started to see some crazy, crazy changes with his stomach going down. Yeah, and that's that lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. That's that. Yeah. I take the stairs always. Yeah. I, you know, that's that. I'm going to park my car a little bit further. Yeah, back. right. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's tiny, but if it's, you know, it, it's going to add a lot more than your hour in the gym, to be honest. You know, it's it's just too small of a time frame yeah. uh, to make a big dent. You know, exercise, there's a million benefits to exercise outside of burning calories. And uh, those are the main reasons to exercise. Mm-hmm. And that's why we talk about diet. Because if you're an NFL player... You can truly, your diet, like put away the performance side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're an NFL athlete, you're not getting fat. Mm-hmm. No. Eat whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> you I know remember, what I mean? I remember seeing Cause that. Because they like... say, oh, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. You can, but yeah. the amounts required are just fucking extreme. Yeah, you, you got some of these NFL athletes yeah. doing three, th- three workouts a day. Like, yeah. in, in like. They have trouble eating enough. Yeah. They have the opposite issue, you know. Yeah, exactly. I remember watching that video on JJ Watt. I yeah. think he eats like like nine thousand calories a day. Something, yeah. something stupid, but like Gimme yeah. But he, he balances that out with the work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when people say like and, and that, that kinda um, tags along to an episode that I had before and I was just talking about uh, the people that said, Oh, you're lucky, you know, that you you have that that body type because if mm-hmm. I was to eat that I would blow up and it's like, well, you have to understand I move around a lot. Kind of like what we're talking about right now. Like yeah. I move around a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, to the point where by twelve PM I already have basically ten thousand steps or even more. Just oh, yeah. I'd be hitting like a thirty thousand plus in a day. Yeah. It's like crazy. You and know, I'm not even trying. It's just the way I live enables me yeah, to I'm do just, that. You're moving and, and I'll admit, in a way, you could say that's lucky. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, I just, I do. Yeah. I live in a lifestyle that, you know, it gives me a lot of uh leeway on what I eat Mm -hmm. it's true I do and you might not have that option uh but it doesn't mean you can't be successful you know and that's what we get that's where we get down to you don't you shouldn't if you're that person don't ask me what I eat 
Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're not me. <laughs> what I eat and what you eat are two different worlds. Absolutely. You cannot do what I do because you don't move like I move. Ooh, right? What else? <laughs> I mean, and that's what <laughs> it comes on a shirt. <laughs> but yeah, but it's important to not understand, you know, and it sucks because you see a lot of it is marketing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and so lost all this weight, blah, blah. Well, tell me about that person. Are yeah. they similar to me? Or do they leave a way different lifestyle? Yeah. You know, oh, look at the biggest loser. Okay, sure. If you centered my entire life around exercise, anyone's going to lose weight yeah, in that scenario. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's you know what when, I mean? once you step out of that, that type of environment, like you usually earlier, gain even you, more you, back. You so back. usually you end up in a worse mm-hmm. part. And this is another reason why your uh, progress, the, the pace of it is so important. Because when you take these really small steps, it does two things for you. First is it makes it easy. Yeah. A lot of people can't even relate to that idea. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine? Like, I want to lose fifty pounds. How about we make it easy? And they're like, Yeah. How? What do you mean easy? Yeah. Like, yeah. How about we go so fucking slow with it that you lose fifty pounds with almost no effort? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Well, how would I do that? We just got to take a long time. But here's the yeah. thing: you're gonna keep it off forever. But, but, but you're it, gonna build habits forever. And the thing is, like, obviously, the committed people are gonna want that. Yeah. But the thing is, we live in the microwave age where everything is like fast, fast, fast. You yeah. know, lose the weight fast, lose yeah. 10 pounds fast. And you're bombarded with images and videos of people doing it fast. Yeah, doing it fast. Most, and so, oh man, just so you know, if you guys don't know this, there's a, uh, you guys see these before and afters. There's an entire industry of fit people that purposely become overweight, undo it, and then sell these pictures. Right. And what you spoke to, Jordan, when you've already been in a state it's so much easier to get back to that state. Absolutely. You know, uh, here's a great, and here's a great example of uh, you said, oh, you're lucky. Um, so for me, I will uh, readily admit that, you know, I'm, I'm uh, built in a way and my behaviors are in a way that, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy for me to stay lean. Mm-hmm. But if you remember, I had a, an entire year where I stopped moving. Yeah, you remember yeah. that? And, uh, you went, and so it kind of, what happened was, is I didn't change my diet. I stopped moving completely and I gained uh, 35 pounds of fat. Yeah. And this is an example of, did I genetically change my metabolism? No, I just stopped moving. Stop and moving. that altered my metabolism to be way lower it, it, and it, caused me to gain weight. And what got him to get back into shape, guys, actually a pretty funny story. He was at 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, it's actually and, true. And the cashier, he's, he's <laughs> a little bit heavier on the set. And um, he was like, oh, your belly's starting to look like mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right. That was my... When it happens real gradual, it's mm-hmm. weird how you can change so much and not notice until someone points it out. You're Man. like, damn. Like, and, and the thing is, like, because the thing is, he's my roommate, guys. So, like, I... Even you would see me every day. I would so see him every day, deal. so it, I didn't really notice and that. And then we saw that before and after. Yeah, like, oh, see, it's like two oh, different people. Dude, oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. But, um... It, but yeah, like so, so ladies out there, um, if you want to have the legs, if you want to have the butt and all that stuff, and you're looking up to a certain person, just understand that genetics do play a role. Okay, mm-hmm. some people, uh, you know, store more fat in their legs or they build muscle quicker in their legs than their upper body. Okay, or vice versa. Like, you have to look at your body composition, and if you are going to compare yourself to somebody else, make sure they have something similar because it's going to be very rare that you have somebody with the same exact composition. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you look at like Stockton and I, he grows his arms a lot quicker than I do. Granted, he trains them more than I do, but still, he grows them a lot quicker. I grow yeah. my chest and back a lot quicker than he does. 
and that's genetics are just gonna play a role there. Yeah, I know? can't do nothing about it, but yeah. it doesn't mean don't train my chest. Yeah, <laughs> you know? ex- exactly. You know what I mean? If, yeah, it means hey, you know, just accept it. Like hey, at least I got some nice arms. Yeah, and yeah. you know, over time, it's like give me time. You know, and eventually I'm gonna have a nice chest. I just gotta be patient. Yeah, I did. It's just slower. It, 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 it is what it is. Yeah, because you, you can know? you can literally do the same workout as somebody else, and not get the same results in the same time frame. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I will tell you, as someone who reads, like Jordan says, a lot of scientific literature, you would be amazed at how pe- the difference is in response to the same exact fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So we this is like known in exercise science. We'll take 2,000 people. They'll put them on the same reps, same weight uh, relative to their strength, right? Same right. nutrition. I mean, as close as you can get, you have dudes that grow five times faster than the average, you have people that get smaller yeah. on that program. Yeah. I mean, granted, most of us are not ex- are in the middle, but it's just insane. Think about that. One person doing the same thing got triple the size. The other one went backwards. Yeah. Just think of how insane <laughs> that is. And you can't work in the same level. Yeah. And this, this is why it's, you know, don't compare your progress and don't if you want to compare make sure that person is who you are yeah you know if you want to look up to someone and who find someone who's had a similar journey at least so that when they give you advice it's good advice for you not all advice is good advice exactly. it might be good advice for someone else yep. Yep, yep, yep. but it might not be good advice for you yeah and that kind of just goes into like you know keto and all these different type of diets yeah. out some there some people love like keto that. there are people that can do keto for life yeah it's not most people me, me, but look, they're look out here. there look here me like like uh, you look at uh, some people like um fuel you know you have, you have fats and you have your carbs okay two type of uh, fuel sources for your body okay some people like to have higher fats mm-hmm. i don't I don't like how I feel. I don't like how, how that energy feels. I like higher carbs. But it, it just comes back to what we're saying. You know, it's all about preference and also sustainability. You sustainability I mean? is everything. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing more important. Yeah. Yeah. Like people are just like, There's oh, nothing more oh you know, I, I lost this much weight on keto. And it's like, okay, so that's cool and all. But can you maintain yeah. that diet for 10 or the rest of your life? Can rest of you, your you, life. Yeah. Can, can you maintain Period. that? Anything, no? yeah, because I mean, just yeah. just be sensible. Anything you do temporarily, the results of that thing are temporary. Oh, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's obvious. Mm-hmm. So, anytime you think, oh, let me do this for a month, okay, well then prepare to have it for about a month. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so I mean, you if you want a permanent change, then the things you, the actions you take must be permanent too. Right. You don't have a choice in that, and like you're saying. Work with who you are because we know you can lose. We know you can lose weight on a high carb, low carb, somewhere in the mm-hmm. middle, million ways to do it. Yeah. So what you should do is find the one that's closest to what you already like to eat. Exactly. Make it easy. Mm-hmm. There's there's too much emphasis on it's got to be hard. It's got to be a struggle. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It can be if you're someone that wants to. Don't get me wrong. If you want to plow through that, if you if you want to do that, go for it. But recognize that if it's easy. It's going to be more likely you're gonna get it done when it's easier. Like, obviously, exactly. Like it, yeah. I was reading somewhere, if if it's tapping into your willpower um, reserve, mm-hmm. and you're constantly willing yourself, willing yourself, you are eventually gonna give up. Yeah, we we all know that willpower is not forever. Mm-hmm. So if that's the only thing keeping you going, you're toast. Yeah, exactly. And and then and then that it's not too much on body composition, but it just since we're on talking about will right now. Um, 
you know, people, they're willing themselves to the gym usually. And if you're in that situation right now, it's like, you know, the gym is not for me. I feel like I'm forcing myself there. I highly recommend that you look at different types of workouts, guys. I mean, weightlifting is not the only one. Okay, some people, you do boxing, you could do swimming. Obviously, there's going to be benefits to others um, of resistance versus swimming. But at the same time, find something that suits you and what you like to do and work around that. Have that be the nucleus of what you do for the gym. Okay, because everybody in the gym is not going to be a powerlifter. Everyone's not going to go for strength. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's just just work with what you like to do, and that that's what keeps Stockton and I going to the gym all the time. Yeah, you don't me going to the gym is like you playing video games to me. Mm. Yeah, like that's how much I like it. Yeah. Like I, you're not gonna see me be like, oh the gym, you know. And that's you know that is what it is. It's it's a thing that I love. And the fact that I love it is just a massive advantage for me. Yeah. Because the willpower for me to go to the gym is mostly zero. Sometimes it's a little bit. I yeah, have yeah, those yeah. days. Absolutely. We all um, we all but do. but I'm not being like uh like like on a daily basis willing myself, Jim. Uh-huh. Hell no. I want to be there. I want to be there for like two hours. I, three I hours. Would, I would question if people would actually like it if they were in something where they're actually getting results. I feel the same as you in terms of I've always questioned because I'm like, hey, if I went to the gym and nothing was happening, would I like it? I would would quit too. I'd probably quit too. Yeah, absolutely. And so that and it's a hard thing because how do you fix that? I can tell you go find a coach, right? But I can't tell you how to pick the right coach. Exactly. I can tell you to go find information, but I can't tell you how to tell the difference between the good and the bad. Facts, facts. And that's hard, you know, because because honestly, because that's what you need is like a mentor. Yeah. But. But the right one, guys. This, this, that's hard. It, it is okay. Ninety percent of trainers out there are garbage. Just call it what it is. Hundred percent. Okay, they get their cert <laughs> and then they just think that they're the shit. But like realistically, it's like you read a book. Congratulations. The basics. Okay. <laughs> like, you got you got an associate's you, degree, but not even. You know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's like congratulations. I mean, and then and then on top of that, to what we're talking about within that final ten percent of the good trainers, you actually got to find one that actually fits your style. Okay, so Stockton and I are completely different coaches, but it thinks we both get results. But you got to find what style is more so that that suits who you are. Okay, but overall, the the main point here, guys, is that we do recommend that you do find some type of mentor if you are feeling that way mm-hmm, about the gym, because we all know that the gym is important. Being being active is important for you know living a healthy and sustainable life. But, yeah, like you, you, you it's have hard, to. Man. Yeah, There's yeah. so much information out there, and I see it every day. Oh, my God. And I see all this info, and Dude. I'm talking about people that have 500,000 followers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people that train celebrities, and their information. Is, you got people training Hollywood actors. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Yeah. Garbage trainers that are famous. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and it's like, man, like, as some, if you don't know what you're doing, how could you possibly know? Yeah. How could you know who was good, who wasn't, what advice was good, what wasn't? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like I you know, I wish I had an answer to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you, you, uh, I wish I could somehow the, give the, you the, that the main, that the main power. Thing, guys, is that to you, know. you have to look at your results. At the end of the day, you have to look at your results. What results am I getting? Am I getting to where I want to go? Okay, and if you're at a plateau and you feel it in your gut that you're at a plateau and you're with, let's say you are with a coach right now and you're not getting results and you've been at the same weight for mm. six months or even three months, okay, and you're moving, you're doing everything that you need to do, I highly suggest that you leave that trainer. 
yet. Okay, I've had I've I've had so many clients. I still have clients to this day that had coaches before me that said that you know they their their goal was to my client's goal was they wanted like bigger legs. Okay, this is for my female clients so like Lori and Cindy. Mm-hmm. You know they wanted bigger legs and a bigger butt, and her coach had them just go on the treadmill, just do cardio all day. Yeah, yeah, insanity. run an, an hour. Yeah, do do an hour cardio. That's it. Just keep on just doing cardio, cardio, cardio. And it's like, wait, what? Like, yeah, and we're talking fundamentals. Yeah, like oh, <laughs> we're talking God. basics and here. Then, and then, yeah, and then they meet me, and I'm like the best thing since sliced bread. They're like, oh my gosh, we freaking love you. And I'm like, yeah, like, this is basic. This is basic stuff. Shouldn't <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah. be doing this? But then that's when I really looked at other because I honestly like when I became a coach, you know, I tried to. You know, I looked up to some other trainers and things like that, but I tried to work within the the fundamentals and then putting my style on top of that fun, the top of the fundamentals. That's how it always should but, be. But it, but then it's like you look at other coaches, it's like I was just surprised. It's like damn, like I guess there really is good and bad in everything. Yeah, it's it's, it's all things. The thing with training is, you know, the bar to get a cert is low. Yeah, it's not hard. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if you want to talk about a medical doctor, sure, there's good and there's good and bad doctors. But at the end of the day, all of them go through a pretty mm-hmm. excruciating process, even at the lowest levels. Mm-hmm. What you want, these people are responsible for your life. Yep. So you got to make sure even a bad doctor is still a fucking doctor. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being a trainer, Dude. like let's be real, it's a multiple choice test. Mm-hmm. And if you're good at multiple choice shit, you can pass this test with pretty relative. You could pass it, but not really know it. Yeah, and exactly. That's pretty... Put in that short-term memory, just like we've yeah, all, yeah, we've yeah. all taken tests and done that. Yeah, you've all gone and taken a test about fucking Egypt, aced it, and then if I went to ask you anything about Egypt, you wouldn't know shit. Yeah. And this is the same <laughs> kind of thing, you know what I mean? Of just plowing through it. And you know, trainers have to grow like anyone else. You can't expect a brand new trainer uh, to be like this amazing trainer, right? Like right. any other profession. Uh, but what you're looking out for is like, this dude's been training for three years, mm-hmm. and he's telling me to do cardio. Yeah. Uh, to get bigger legs, oh my that's kind of a problem if you've been training for three years. <sighs> you know, if you're brand new, you let things slide. But yeah, this is some people. The, and yeah. the thing is, like, and I and I feel bad for those those clients because you know they they put their they they you're, they're giving you their money. Trust, you know, big money their, too. Yeah, yeah, PT is expensive. Yeah, 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 big money, big trust, and and the thing is, like, they're oh man, but. Anyways, that's enough of this episode, guys. Yeah, this one's getting pretty long. <laughs> 26 <laughs> yeah, definitely 26. But um, yeah, other than that, guys, that is body composition right there. Just really making sure those expectations are on point before we go into any endeavor, guys. Everybody, stay true. Stay hungry. Keep being that true wolf. Alex Stockton, he will be back Peace on out. more episodes. Catch you guys later. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Alpha Blast podcast. It really means the world to me. If this brought value to you, let me know with your review, and I'll see you on the next episode.